Amazon Crew. The Amazon Crew. Welcome back to the Amazon Crew. Bet you thought we'd uh, we'd left you, but no, we are back with another episode with uh, with Gage and Konza. Hello, guys. So, Hello. Hello. So, is it just me, or check-in times really, really shit at the moment? Very, yeah. very cool. I, I'm actually finding that it's worse in the US. Weirdly enough, I mean, I've had stuff checking in for like four weeks. Um, in the UK, you know, it's quite bad, but in the US, I'm just finding it even worse. It's unbearable. Is it the same in the US as the UK, where it, the shipment just closes after a month and? And you can have like shipments with zero items received just because they've taken so long to actually check it out. Yeah, uh, I've actually found that with one shipment I tried reconciling today, that two of my boxes that I shipped in late June just didn't arrive at Amazon. Uh, so now I have to fill in a, a UPS claim form, which I've been selling on Amazon for over two years in in the UK. I have never once filled the Amazon mm. a, a, a UPS claim form, not once. But I, I you know, I'm selling in the US a couple of months, and and I already have to file two. Well, I'm sure it'll be uh, a very uh, quick and seamless process, like with everything out of Amazon. <laughs> what about you, Konza? How are you finding it? Um, it's pretty bad, especially compared to last year. Um, I'm thinking about so about a week or two. Um, but last year this time they were just flying stuff and you send it on a monday checked in tuesday morning no problem so it's definitely um a very weird divide compared to last year so it'll be interesting to see what happens for the rest of q4 I'm yeah I, I remember as we got as it got closer to christmas it was super quick i think they must have like hired a bunch of temporary staff because a load of people in in ata were really worried about getting their q4 stock in especially people who had held stuff and we're sort of sending in stuff around now thinking right i just need, need to make sure it's in for christmas but i i remember like i was sending stuff in on sort of the 15th of december and it was getting checked in before christmas just because they had so many staff on but and then it was sort of january and february that it really went to shit but yeah it was definitely a lot better this time last year i i do remember you getting some inside amazon info ben about how uh amazon had actually done some hiring freezes in in the warehouse and uh they were forcing oh, people yeah. to take their like holiday uh, oh yeah that probably explains it, actually i've completely forgotten about that um so thank you anonymous source um if you have any more info please let me know so i so we can uh yeah promote it to our our three listeners well, speaking of three listeners i mean it does surprise me that people actually ask for this shit mm. you know what i mean it, you know we, we we're not very popular but for some reason people just really really like it when they do listen the, to it the, the people who listen to us are like ridiculous like super fans but we, we, we just need more of them or maybe we don't maybe we can just be a cult thing but i mean there's a there, there must be about a million three guys having a chat with mike's <laughs> podcast is like <laughs> this isn't like a, a big niche or anything but um but yeah shout out to the fans you know who you are uh, one of my friends who is also a worker at the warehouse uh, he was drunk with his parents, and he played them the Amazon Crew theme tune. Oh no! And they and they absolutely <laughs> loved it. Apparently. Oh no! Perfect. So, yeah, uh, we have two new listeners thanks to him. Thanks, Jack. 
Brilliant. Um, so back on to the topic of um, check-in times and more uh, specifically prep. So there's been a bit of a scandal in the US um, where the Conza has personally been been caught up in. So what what exactly happened with um, with with the the prep center that that you're using initially, Conza? So basically, I had it was this bunch of soap. Um, and it cost me like $800 for about 80 units. And during the time I was kind of preoccupied, but it was on my prep sheet for about two weeks and suddenly it disappeared. Now I thought they'd sent it in. Um, but it turns out they just thrown it away, allegedly. Um, I never realized this for a while until a Twitter thread popped up saying um, some fishy stuff had been going on with a certain prep center. And it turns out that the stock that had been going missing from a lot of people's, um, well, inventory, had actually been sold on the owner's mother's Amazon account. No. That's, that is shocking. Yeah. So what, what did you do when you found out? Um, well, I sent across some stern emails, uh, which they didn't seem to like very much. Um, and promptly had my account closed for it. Um, but they didn't really want to take any sort of ownership of the issue. Um, they, I think they're supposed to dispose of inventory after 30 days. But blatantly, after it had been in there for like two weeks, they've mm. definitely nicked it. Um, yeah. but I just had to end up doing chargebacks for all the prep fees I paid. Which didn't even come to eight hundred dollars, but there's something back, I suppose. But isn't it shocking? Like I was reading the emails that they sent you. I mean, the guy, you were just like, oh, you know, you shouldn't have thrown the sofa away. It says it's thirty days, uh, and it's been two weeks. Why did you throw it away? And then he's like, oh, you're bad. I don't care. You're bad. Like <laughs> he basically was... said, I was rude to him. Um, yeah. but nothing I said was not true. So. <laughs> If I didn't, they say that they'd given it away to charity or something initially. I think that was someone else with toys. Yeah. Um, but no, he just said that they'd uh, disposed of mine. That is fucking wild. Uh, so if you're with the opposite of Southern Prep, please do not use them. Go somewhere else. Not not naming any names. But, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that that's just shocking, and goes to show how important it is to to have a, a prep center um, that, that 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 you trust. Because I mean, your your entire business is in their hands, effectively. Because yeah, <laughs> a lot of people spend a silly amount on on stock, and once you get to a certain level, it's it just it's all numbers on a screen. But yeah, when you think about it, like I, I was down at, um, at All Things Prep last week sorting out some stuff that had been stuck there for ages because I hadn't sort sorted my SKUs out or anything like that. It, it was like five figures worth of stock that had just been sat there for six months and it's like oh shit i should probably have done that earlier but it isn't it crazy they were so willing to throw away their business when you know 90 percent of their profits were going to be from the prep center mm. why risk the 90 for like a little bit more yeah to to, to sell 800 dollars worth of soap that's yeah. <laughs> it is it is absolutely balmy isn't it but the shit thing is, I don't think they ever like responded to the allegations. People still use them. People aren't aware that this is happening. Well, they did actually respond to them. Um, really? They, what, on they, Twitter? Think, no, on um, by email. They sent out a uh, email to all the customers. Oh, yes. Denying it. 
They said all the allegations are false. <laughs> Did they show any proof? No, of course not. I mean, that that's such good detective skills from whoever found the, the mother's Amazon account. And then, because then they asked you, like, it was like, right, when did you buy it? And then they're like, right, they were on the buy box for the for your listing at this time. And it's sort of all, all the timings tallied up to when you sent it in and stuff. That is, yeah, that is so fucked up. So, so fucked up. I, yeah, I just don't know how they thought that would be worth it at all. Um mm. And and on on the Twitter, the guy says, "Oh, you know, I'd order five, and only four would show up." And this was happening all the time, and it was because they were just taking one of every other thing, one yeah. or two, and and just making it look like, "Oh, it never arrives," so people would just claim it back from the retailer. And he's got a whole spreadsheet compiled of like I think all the items that selling accounts ever sold, and there's quite a few people that have matched up their items have went missing. Um, they're on the list. That is so crazy. I mean, it's, it's, it's criminal, really. It's like it's, it's theft, isn't it? <laughs> really? Yeah, but not much you can really do across the. No, that that's the thing. Yeah. No, I do I do hope someone in the US takes legal action against them because that yeah, but there's theft. There's no other way to put it. If there's one thing the USA does well, it's lawsuits. So I'm sure there there's there'll be a lawyer licking their lips somewhere. Mm, the Yanks love it. My my dad actually sent me an article saying that someone was doing in the UK a class action lawsuit against Amazon on behalf of anyone who has purchased from Amazon in the last three years. So the entire population of yeah, the world. Yeah, they estimated like a three billion uh, pound lawsuit against Amazon, and her reason for it was Amazon's buy box uh, won't will like won't favor someone who's cheaper or something it was it was something about the buy box making it more expensive for customers instead of cheaper yeah, so with um prime delivery rather than like fbm mm. so they're they're suing on behalf of the fact that customers could have got it for cheaper if the buy box was fair um which is weird but you know you never know and then the amazon like lawyer quote was like there is no nothing we do is against the law. Uh, yeah. I think that was the, it. Was like a one one liner. Wow. But, but but I mean it's yeah it, it it's pretty basic, right? It's like you can pay less if you want it to turn up in a week instead of next day, and people pay for the convenience. And yeah, I, but I you mean, know I'm going to be on that lawsuit. I will. Oh yeah yeah yeah, up. absolutely free money, baby playing both sides i mean the amount of a to a's we do can you imagine if we get like one percent of total orders <laughs> holy shit <laughs> i'll buy another car yeah so how is your car i'm loving it i'm heading to brighton uh tomorrow just for a drive not not to do anything in particular although i heard <laughs> there's an amazon com conference today on the 20th uh, mm. uh there's loads of like speakers and stuff um, Lovely. So, re reminder our three listeners what car it is you've got. I've got a BMW i4. I haven't paid for a single charge yet because where I live, there's a shopping center and they have free charging spots. And I recently learned uh, two of them are dedicated to Teslas. I just park in the Tesla spot because I saw the charges are just the same. So, all the Tesla owners, you guys can go fuck yourself. 
I am parking in your spot. <laughs> uh, it's pretty, you, you did take me for a spin uh, last week. It is pretty cool. And yeah, nice uh, fake engine noises that sort of sound Star Wars-y. Yeah, because there's a reason are, for that. Exactly. They're made by Hans Zimmer, the guy that does the Star Wars theme tune. And it sounds like you're in a little bit of a spaceship when you put your foot down. It's quite fun. You can't, you literally can't get me out of the car. I'm just driving it all the time for no reason. Eh, definitely yeah. not selling it then. Sorry, say again? You're definitely not selling it then. No, no, no way. I no knew way. you wouldn't. I did uh, call you out on that. But, but I mean, yeah, the, the saving and corporation tax alone would have been more than what you'd have got in profit and had to pay extra tax on. So, have you guys seen Liz Trust resign today? Yeah. Uh, and. Raising corporation tax to twenty five percent. I mean, he's like fucking insane. Mm, twenty five, uh, and it's like six percent rise. Surely that's like unheard of, right? That is a lot to rise rise it by. It is it is crazy. I mean, they're just shitting on small businesses. They're trying to force us to all move to a South American tax haven. But they haven't like worded it yet on the government website because I was doing some reading, and it said. You pay 19% unless uh, you go to the 25% bracket if you make 50 grand or more, or if you're not a small business. So what I, I was curious, like, what does define a small business in the government size? Is it like number of employees? Is it turnover? Because like, what if you turn over a million and you make 10 grand? Like I do a, a TP. Am I now not a small business? You know, so I'm interesting to see. Interested to see how they word that. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's fucked up. Like, then you got did, another yeah. what eight percent dividend tax because you want to take it out. Mm. So a third of your money has just been taken. How much of how much dividend? How much did they increase dividend tax? Was it one point five percent? Yeah, about that I think. So it's like eight point something now. Just now kill me. Like 50K. It is a joke. It's like you're better off either just being completely poor and living off handouts or being super, super rich so that you can like put all your money in like wherever. Seven trusts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and hide it there. It's like if you actually try and make an honest living, you, you just get fucked over. You're better, you're better off being either super poor and not having any responsibilities and just getting enough to live on with maybe selling a bit of... Uh, <laughs> who knows what on the side uh, <laughs> that, that's not tax taxable either um, and then yeah or, or, or you've got to get into the elites and yeah I'll know which one of those is easier but you know what's going to happen right is like if your company's at 55 grand you're just going to go on a 5 grand holiday like mm. yeah. uh, I'm definitely going to go to the Philippines we're going to go to America If I, there's no way I'm going to pay the 25% rate mm. it's just not happening well, I'm going on a 500 quid holiday on Sunday uh, to, to Turkey. Very excited. Um, was meant to be there two weeks ago, but realized a couple of days ago that I couldn't find my passport. A couple of days before I was meant to fly even. So that was pretty heartbreaking. So, yes, uh, where is it? Yes, I, I've basically not let this bad boy out of my sight um, for, <laughs> since it arrived last week. Um, but, yeah, I could lose it, so I might still be stuck here. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to my, my first ever solo trip, in fact. Have, have you guys ever been away on your own? or yeah, you, actually, you actually got friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've never been away by myself. What about you, Konza? Yeah, yeah, a few times. Um, 
think I mentioned last time I went away in January just for a break to uh, Tenerife, but it was only three or four days. Mm. Nowhere too far. Yeah, I'm I'm a simple man. Just give me give me sunshine and beer and I'm I'm a happy man. So yeah, just going on my told it's just me, uh a box of condoms and a bag of blind optimism. <laughs> See how it goes. <laughs> uh, don't forget to take the sleeping pills, Ben. <laughs> of course. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to that. So yeah, next episode might be um I might be going full dig- digital nomad, who knows? Join the dark side. Yeah, are you going for more of a mental reset? Yeah, and I, I feel like I've, I mean, I've been very inactive on Twitter this month, pretty much because I've been annoyed at myself for losing my passport. So I've kind of gone into hiding a little bit. <laughs> but but before I was meant to go, I think, it, yeah, a, a couple of weeks ago, um, because but you sort of start to mentally wind down a little bit before you know you're going away and you've got a break. And then obviously I was like, oh, fuck, I'm now stuck here for another two weeks. So I've kind of just extended the mentally winding down. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to be back on it. Um, but from when I get back, I just, yeah, need a bit of a, need a bit of a break. I'm looking forward to it. I, I think that's one of the hard parts about being an entrepreneur. Like, well, working for yourself, I think would be a better term is it, it can get, you know, quite lonely. And also the fact that you can never really switch off because, mm. you know, when you're at a job, once you clock out, I mean, you're not, you're not thinking about mm. checking people out at being you, you know, <laughs> like you're you're just done um so i i I do think taking breaks and and but burnout is definitely a real thing when you're working for yourself Mm. yeah and like kind of it's it's a blessing and a curse really because i I really enjoy what i do like i could and i do speak about amazon all day but it's not healthy to have yeah you, you, you like work take over your life but yeah as you say when you work for yourself there's always more to do and but unlike working a nine to five where most jobs are salaried and you get paid the same whether you go above and beyond or do fuck all like when you're working for yourself generally if you the more time you put into it the more money you're going to make so it's kind of yeah if you enjoy what you do and it makes you money it's all why wouldn't you do it like most of the day um but but yeah it's, it's definitely healthy to to, to to take breaks um so so yeah i'm, I'm very much excited for my uh my flight to Bodrum in the early hours of Sunday, and and because um, I'm now uh, a semi-pro footballer, I'm I'm, fl- I'm playing on Saturday, flying out early hours of Sunday, and then flying back the following Saturday, uh, getting into Gatwick at three thirty a.m. ready for my two p.m. kickoff. Wow! I won't be in any any state to play. I wouldn't have thought, but yeah, back back from international duty and, and reporting for the mighty Berkeley. So yeah, excited. Don't about forget that. the sick bag for the way back. <laughs> I, I just had a weird thought is Ben used to work uh, for Vodafone and Konza used to work for O2 if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and Carphone One House. Wow. Yeah. So we've got two phone people here. Yeah. What's the best carrier? The... Vodafone. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's got loyalty to Vodafone. I think E is the best. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, I think Vodafone yeah. and Three might be merging. That's just like the two worst combining. I mean, two wrongs don't make a right, so it'd be interesting to see what, how that goes. But yeah, there's no way I'd be with Vodafone if I didn't, if I wasn't basically given a, a free phone when I worked for them. Even then, I was tempted not to to actually pay for one of the other services. <laughs> um, but, but but yeah, I think yeah, I, I was used to. I remember the good old days of Orange. They were always good. 
Yeah. Didn't Orange yeah. become O2? No. Uh, in my yeah. Uh, team mobile. mobile. Yeah. Oh, you're so young, Gage. You don't yeah. remember Orange. No. <laughs> no, I do remember Orange because they did like two for one cinema tickets, didn't they? Yes. Orange, Orange yeah. uh, Wednesdays. Yeah. yeah. No, I'd always go to the cinema on, on Wednesdays. Uh, I'm actually seeing my brother on Sunday. Uh, oh, Seb. Yes. So oh, nice. I, I know Ben because of Seb, because they were best friends growing up. I went to the same school. Um, and I I hate Seb. I absolutely hate him because he is really smart. Um, you know, some, some people... S- will be like, oh, I'll, I'll release a new feature in ATA, and they go, oh, Gage, you're a genius. And I can't help but thinking, my brother is actually a genius. Uh, he is, he got like 100% on his maths A level. Like, the guys, I mean, Ben, would you say he's got a photographic memory? Yeah, he, he is he is ludicrous. Um, yeah, he, he, he's, he's very smart. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah, but we, we were really good mates. Um, uh, so, I I basically stopped doing maths because I was sat next to him and thought that I was shit, but I was actually like better than everyone else in the class. It was just because I was sat next to Seb and he made me look so bad. I was like, right, I'm not doing maths at A levels. I'm shit at it. Um, but actually, I was like <laughs> the second or third best in the class and just didn't realise it. But yeah, uh, but yeah, he's like an absolute genius and he's like making millions in in the city, isn't he now? Yeah, he, he does like. He pound euro trading or whatever. I don't. I don't fully understand what he does, but he does it for a big bank and makes lots of money. Uh, and the reason I hate him, this is the story I like to tell, is I'm I'm doing further maths at A level, and I've got a practice paper that I'm doing to practice. Uh, and I get to the last question on the last page, and the last question is always meant to be impossible to answer. You, you, no one's meant to get the last question. It's for people who are like geniuses right so and it's always like a theoretical question it's nothing you can pop in the calculator it's like something you have to figure out in your head um and i i call up seb because i'm interested to know if he knows and i read out the question and he just tells me the answer straight away and i you know i go you know you need to tell me the working out right so he goes okay uh, he goes okay so you need to do like sine cosine minus one times by five tan and he's like oh so what's that I'm like, hold hold on, I haven't had a chance to work it out. And he's like, what, you can't do that in your head? And, <laughs> uh, and at that point, yeah, I just, I've hated him ever since. Well, this might make you feel better. When we were, it must have been 14, 15 on Margate Seafront, um, Seb, uh, I think, um, yeah, the, the parents were away, so I was having a cheeky little... Um, the little sleepover thing um and and we're all on margate seafront just like getting pissed on like strongbow and uh wkd basically and seb got so off his tits i basically had to like prop him up while he was trying to piss he was like wobbling all over the place and <laughs> he, he was in such a state and i was just like don't worry mate i'll get you home um and uh yeah like he was made like it was like the first time a few of us had met his his girlfriend at the time and things like that he, he just made an absolute fool of himself it was hilarious and I, I just kept feeding him water and like he must have been close to being like because if you feed someone too much water it can poison them but yeah when we got back to his he was just like projectile vomiting like pretty much pure water it was it was unbelievable but then <laughs> in return we we went to the reading festival for the first time that year because we went for 
like five or six years in the row in a row throughout our teens and um yeah and he was like right you sorted me out when i've had my little um house party thing so um yeah but, but you can drink as much as you want and i promise i'll get you back to the tent so like i mean you, you've seen a couple of times how much i can drink on a session gauge so i i basically i was like right um let's 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 get the shots let's just Gauzu smashed and um yeah i was i basically this was the wednesday because we had an early entry ticket and the reading festival goes on yeah till the sunday and then yeah you go on the monday and i was still hung over on the monday and bearing in mind i was like 14 then where basically you're usually just fit as a fiddle the next day um but yeah so seb said he didn't i remember him saying he didn't realize how pissed i was until we were just like somewhere random in the Reading campsite and he just said oh Ben we're back at the tent now and I just literally started stripping off thinking well, it was like bedtime or whatever and he was like no no no, no we're not, we're not. Was like, oh, okay he is actually paralytic so yeah um, good old Seb I'll uh, yeah have to last time I saw him was at the Euro the Euros final last year actually I have to try and uh, get to meet him for a beer this year Definitely. Is, it, is his flat still flooded Yes. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's still in a replacement flat, or maybe he's. That's his new flat now. But yeah, his his hugely expensive London flat got flooded because it's like a basement level one, like literally up to his fucking waist in water. I mean, can you imagine? That is absolutely insane. I can't imagine Seb having a girlfriend. He's married now, but like, yeah, he's got a kid now as well, isn't he? Yeah, I thought he'd be like a robot growing up. But no, apparently not. Very odd. I can't okay. wait to make a speech at his birthday meal. Tell him, tell everyone the story of you guys getting pissed on, on Margate Seafront. Yeah, yeah. Well, his, his, his dad might not know about the house party. Although, oh no, it was his mum's actually. Anyway. <laughs> Don't want to get him in trouble. But anyway, talking of making uh, making big money, uh, Konza, you um you hit twenty five grand profit for October on the fifteenth of October. Uh, yeah, I think so. That's absolutely ludicrous. Um, I mean, yeah, a lot of people would be happy making that in a year, let alone in two weeks. So, I mean, yeah, well, 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 what's your secret? Um, selling in-demand items that go for more than the retail price. There we go. Mm, something that to is, think about, guys. Yeah, but that's, that's unbelievable. Just sell things for more than pay. That's mm. it, really. Not rocket science. Anyone yeah, can it's do it. Pretty mental. I'm uh, I'm proud of it. I think that's probably the best I've ever done so far. Mm. So yeah, are you on for your biggest ever month profit wise then? Uh should be, yeah. Because I think my biggest ever was twenty five K. That was in December last year. So mm. I picked that already. How do you think your December's gonna go this year? Have you got stuff in mind that you're buying already or are you just gonna like go go ham on on Black Friday and Cyber Monday next month? Probably Black Friday. Um, at the moment, just winging it as usual. No real plans. The best way to be. What about yourselves? Um, yeah, winging it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, still, just, yeah, there's still time to, to roll over your cash one more time before worrying about toys. One thing I'm going to do this year is not get too tunnel visioned into toys because, um, yeah, everything sells well in in December. And I mean, like if, if stuff's ranked well enough, it sells well all year round. So I think, yeah, people can get a bit tunnel visioned into thinking, oh, yeah, I need to, to buy a load of toys. But it's, yeah, I think, yeah, that's unnecessary. What about you, Gage? 
I'm not really doing anything. I I decided I was going to lower my repricing criteria for this month just so I can try and get everything out so I have mm. as much possible cash to play with for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, November buying shenanigans. Mm. Um, That's a good idea. Are yeah. you still rocking BQL? No, no, I switched to STK because basically um, it was undercutting people, BQL, because mm. um, I was using the AI modes and it was probably a bit more aggressive to the buy box. And basically one guy was like, right, I'm going to call you out on Twitter. And I was like, oh, fine, I'll use SDK. <laughs> um, so now, and now I haven't had a message since about getting called out. So thanks, SDK. And, uh, and have your sales been worse as well? Yeah, yeah. Well, genuinely, <laughs> my sales were much faster than BQL because I was undercutting the buy box a little bit. Um, it's a moral dilemma, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm uh, definitely, if I was not uh, maybe a person of a little bit of interest <laughs> in the arbitrage community, I would still be using BQL. Because, like, the, the thing about undercutters is, I don't, I genuinely don't dislike people who undercut the listing because that's their MO, right? You know, if you, if you want to do that, you can do that. You might get added to the anti-tank in ATA, but just because you're on the anti-tank doesn't mean I don't l- dislike you as a person or anything. Um, I mean, in most cases it does, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but not I think, necessarily. I think you can nuke a listing, and that, that's on you, right? I, you know, if everyone else just wants to hold their price high, that's fine. Um, I, I, I do think uh next year we'll see everyone going to the philippines because of the 25 percent corp mm. tax um and i i desperately want to see roy like in a full gucci suit because the guy the guy's making money hand over fist now um i i wouldn't be surprised if he has a bmw i4 by this time next year I mean, you might have to buy him one just to stay below the 50 grand anyway <laughs> <laughs> company cars for all my vas do your VAs listen to this? Um, I don't think so. They listen to the the previous one that shall not be named. Mm. Uh, my my VAs like the podcast, but uh, they always said that Gavin on that old one he was uh, came off quite abrasive. That's what they told me, and they couldn't really understand him either. Well. We've sub- subbed in uh, a more than worthy replacement, I think. Uh, yeah, we, and we've got a better theme tune now, anyway. So, yeah, the, the Amazon crew is here to stay. We we, we do need to try and uh, get the older uh, weekly recordings out, but um, obviously, we're we're all very busy men. Uh, so, yeah, time is as of, of, of an essence. But yeah, we need to keep our, our loyal following happy, so we don't get shouted at by our fans. All three of them. Exactly. <laughs> right so can look forward to our our next episode uh next week you can hold us to that please don't (laughs) (laughs) thank you guys thanks for listening cheers for listening thank you for watching and uh catch you next week we promise cheers see you the amazon crew the amazon crew Thank you.